uh, are we heading this blizzard's new way to try and stop unions and women? Is that what it is? <laughs> uh, that would be, uh, that would be, I have that, to say, I, I didn't realize you had started recording <laughs> and you really do have a knack for picking up. Like personally, I think the whole conversation <laughs> about like executions just, just that we yeah. just missed. There's nothing better than just out of context talk. It's about, fantastic. About beheadings in a, in a corporate environment. We'll fucking see what happens when we all go back to an office, cunts. Oh, I'm going to leave. I'm going to work in a flower shop. I'm just going to raise well, I would love to day. just, I'd love to just cut grass. I love cutting grass. It'd be great. Place I grew up, um, massive gardens, uh, caretakers. Mm. Or, mm. My, my parents were caretakers. So I, I was like, I grew up with cutting grass for like, those like big heads like, you know you'd have a ride on lawnmowers to yeah. this day if i was ever put on meth i could get myself off that purely on the smell of cut grass and petrol alone mm. you know yeah i feel like cutting grass especially like it would have to be one of those ones you sit on obviously because like that's there's no fun otherwise you know oh yeah um, like 2002, sitting there, listening to the same weird Al Yankovic song going on with mm-hmm. my phone because I could only hold five songs. Yeah. It was that oh. uh, disturbed, tenacious D. No, that was it. Oh, t- tenacious oh no, D. there was a Linkin Park song as well. <laughs> I think it was Numb, uh, but I'm not sure. Maybe it was Bleed It Out. Tenacious D, I remember them. They were great. They just released a new song as well. That movie, that movie was hilarious. Genuinely. Just two of them. Oh, is there two of them? Did I see I the two of, them? two of them? Pick a, de- yeah, no, pick a Destiny and uh, what was the second one then? No, I think Pick a Destiny was the only one. Sorry, I'm wrong. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of the- their like um, music videos. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's not to say they might not have been like in a in another movie as a cameo type of thing. Oh, no, I'm fairly sure they were. School of Rock was magnificent. Mm, yeah. Now, that yeah. movie was, that movie was classy, but it was also yeah. really good and really funny. But, um... Yeah, I, uh, if you haven't, to everybody, you should go and listen to Tenacious D's album. Not necessarily the the movie album, but just the like the one with tribute in it and stuff like that. Because, um, fuck me, you don't realize how much they hold up until they hold up. And also, mm. when you've listened to those songs growing up, you don't realize how much sticks in your head until somebody starts talking about a kielbasa <laughs> and a schnitzel, and then you're like, fuck me, I know this. I to this day I cannot go through a McDonald's drive-thru without that reference <laughs> I don't know why you go through the drive-thru at all I think you just walk in and get your delivery instead of sitting there for 20 minutes some of us don't have parking <laughs> no that's that's fair some McDonald's you can't really park but I mean the one here is like there's Tesco beside it speaking of walk I have to um, I'm eating cashews everybody so um, yes. if if it's affecting your audio experience, um, go fuck yourself. Really, that's that's all I have to say. Um, I'm already. This is me getting in the vibe for an office experience. Admittedly, yeah. it's only one day a week, but still, go fuck yourself. I feel like it's the universe being like, okay, you're becoming a grouchy old man, and you're avoiding people. We need to put you in the in the like in the presence of real people. And to that, I say. Um, you let the Nazis happen. So is that really something you want to... Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, your universe... You want to take not, the high ground on me? Like, yeah, locking myself yeah. away, you know? Yeah, it's like, well, universe, what, like, you're not exactly in the position to give good advice, are you? Exactly, you know? 
Um, but uh, yeah, so um, on top of that, uh, I actually forget what I was going to say. I was going to be something angry about something. Cashews. Oh yeah, sorry. It was no. I was eat- I'm eating cashews because they're fucking magnificent. Um, but I I have to. Uh, I have two options. I can get up a half five. And I can go and get a bus to go into an office to spend the day with people I don't like. Mm. Um, because of the corporate culture, fucking <laughs> toxic wankers. Is there um, parking? So this is what I'm getting up to, right? Okay. Or I can drive up, right? Yeah. Now it's eleven something to to get a bus. The bus does not always show up there at the end. I once went yeah. to get a bus home at half five, and it was half eleven. Um, in the pissing yeah. rain when I found the bus leaving yeah. from the uh, from bus hours, and it was an unmarked bus errand bus. Hundred percent mm-hmm. chance I could have my my mate at the time. I texted her being like, "I I might need to I might need to borrow your dad's tent and sleep out in your garden." And uh, she left me unseen. And then the next day she was like, "Oh, rough night," and I was like, "You're fucking dead to me, you cunt." Um, <laughs> we still don't talk sometimes, and um, quite frankly, I'd like to keep that way, but um. So I can I can pay the eleven forty and just lose hours of time. I'm aware it's yeah. one day a week, right? Yeah. Or I can drive up, which is going to be about twenty euro petrol up, twenty euro petrol back, nine euro in the tolls, and thirty seven fucking euro for a day of parking. Fucking hell! And that's, and that's not even outside parking. of no. That's not even outside of of the office. That's yeah. in like an actual like parking spot that they're like right. hey you okay. can park here and it's secure if i was i i once stopped outside my office i parked there because i had to go up to get a work laptop when everything was blissful and people were dying left right and center mm. not in the office well some people in the office but who knows <laughs> um and uh i parked there for two hours and it cost me i fuck me i think it cost me like 17 euro yeah yeah <gasps> And that's with a parking meter. Jesus Christ. In the middle of fucking Dublin. I was just picking up a fucking laptop. Like, I was meant to be in and out. And he's like, oh, it'll take an hour. I was like, you told me to come here at one o'clock. How will it take a fucking hour? He's like, oh, I just need to get the files ready. It's like, how do you need to get the files ready if you've had four fucking hours in the first place? (laughs) Yeah, what's worse is that, like, Dublin parking is not consistent. No, because you know. your car disappears because it gets robbed because they're all a pack of cunts. No, not even like you go to a different car park and it's a different price. Apologies if anybody's listening from Dublin, but you know what you've done. So, you know. <laughs> like you go to you go to a different car park, could be across the road, could be around the corner and it's a different price. Well, like, that's a, actually, I found a thing called Parkopedia. Yeah. And like, mm. I'll be honest, did I think it was some kind of weird, sketchy pedophile thing? <laughs> At first, yes. It's not the name you want to go with. There's too many bosoms in that name for it not to be sketchy. It's almost like a cheetah money, which is a banking app. And exactly. <laughs> exactly. And um, I found things around and it was like, oh, um, 750 for this and this. And like, it was like, hey, you can rent out the parking spaces of people's personal homes. Um, huh? Yeah, this is, apparently this is a thing. Because parking oh. in Dublin's that shit. So like yeah, people yeah. people will like rent out their actual and it's like, would you like to contact Michael, the seller? He is uh with us since 2019. I was like I'd rather get in a bus and watch a junkie bite the nose of a cunt listening to music on his phone. Which yeah. I'll have you know is the experience yeah. that I had on yeah. the way home on a bus errand bus. So um that's yeah. 
you know, really what I'm measuring here is also never sit on the outside because the junkies will catch you. Right? Mm. Never on the outside. I had this wonderful relationship. Um, to this day, this girl is the love of my life. I, I think about her every other night. She is the one that got away. Um, because when I was on the bus, I would go and my bus would go past Dublin airport. And, uh, for four days of this week, my shift and her shift coincided. And uh, I was sitting on the inside, nobody sitting beside me. And for four days, she came and she actively sat beside me. And she fell asleep for four days on my shoulder. Cuddled into me. We never talked. It was fucking magical. We didn't even make eye contact. We, we did make eye contact when she'd be walking up the road. She'd look at me. She'd look me in the eye. She wouldn't smile now. No. No, she wouldn't smile, the little vixen. She just, she just get in beside me, and she'd give me a nozzle. Were just, you, uh, were you, were you camouflaged as the seat? Is that a fucking fat joke? <laughs> I'll stab you, cunt! Right? No, I've worked like, in Dublin. I know how to knife somebody. What movie is it? It's uh, is it Naked Gun, where your man's disguised as the seat? I think it's Sherlock. And then he comes, well, there is, yes, there is that one as well. But I think, I think the first one to do, I said the first one, would be the oldest movie to do it is, I think it was Naked Gun. And then he comes in again, he's dressed up as the painting on the wall. Oh, yeah. Uh, was, is that, was that you? Were you like, were you oh, yeah, that's, dressed that's, up as I the, actually, I inspired that movie retroactively. <laughs> but um, I've had a lot of experiences getting buses with Bus Aaron. Um, I've befriended two prostitutes. Um, one against my will. They're just people. Yeah, um, I've befriended a woman who kept crying about her child being in the matter, and uh, she was like, "Ah, please, Mister, will you give me some money?" And I was literally looking at her hand with the fucking four gold rings and three diamonds, and I was like, "Yeah, you stuck her, yeah." And she's like, "I don't have any money," and I was, she's like, "I have no way to get to the matter, and like, where will I stay?" And I was like, "There's a hotel, literally." 50 feet up the road. And she's like, I don't want to put them out. Like, it's like, you don't want to put out a corporation, <laughs> but you'll approach a fucking 21 year old shop in the middle of the fucking road in the dark in fucking November and start telling them about your dying child and start begging them for money. Is that what you'll fucking do? Is it? And then she was like, listen, listen, I'll suck you off for about 50 euro. This also, I'd like to point out, this isn't one of my two uh, lovely uh, prostitute friends. This is just, this is a separate incident completely. And this, 100%, this legitimately fucking happened. I think I even sent you a message being like, because the bus was late by 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah Actually, yeah. no, the bus was late by an hour and 20 minutes when this was happening. And um, look, I will admit that working in a corporate environment does make you... Um, recalcitrant to the empathy of humanity um, to a point that I would say that I am a, a husk of my former self. <laughs> I am a, like my soul is black clad in armor. Um, and it is it, so like uh, at a certain point I was like, what do you want? And she's like, mm. please, can I have some cash? And I was like, I pay with a travel card fuck off she's like oh, put me child and i was like your child who you're not with now at the minute 
why aren't you in the hospital? She's like, I needed to go for a walk. And I was like, you needed to go for a walk so far that now you need to beg for money to get back. And she's like, I don't know the way. I'm not from Dublin. And I was like, you're not from Dublin. With the Tala accent, you're not from Dublin, are you not? And she's like, please, mister, you're being ridiculous. And I, I genuinely, I'd like a smile cracked in my face because that is honest to Christ, a spell from Harry Potter. And she was yeah. like, she, I could see it in her eye. She was like, I got him. I got him. This, he, I can see the empty. He's smiling now. In my head, I was like, is that fucking bitch trying to turn me into a fucking balloon and snape on, on, on wheels? Is she? And then I shit you not, guards. Drove past because like where I get the bus, it's, um, it's a very touristy area, but it's, it's mm-hmm. fairly abandoned anyway. It's way more built up now. Guards drove past and I shit you not, she disappeared. Yeah. It, it was like she was a foglet in the Witcher tree. She whoosh, gone. Yeah. Now, yeah. that being said, fucking lovely conversations with the prostitutes. One of them came up and she was like, Ad I miss that? Do you want that? What was it? What was it? She said. Well, oh yeah, are you looking for a bit of business? This was Friday at half eight, to which I replied with, it's Friday, love. The next time I want to be anywhere near a business is Monday. Uh, and she was like, no worries. I'll see you later. Enjoy your weekend. And I was like, you too, love. <laughs> 20 feet down. And she was getting rowed against a fucking uh, building, you know, the partitions by yeah. some guy who was waiting for a separate bus. And I'll be honest with you, I felt a bit fucking used. Um, I felt like she she wasn't actually interested in me. And I was starting to think that she wanted a bit of... I, I think she was using me for my money. <laughs> now, there was another girl, and uh, th- this one was actually like... I was, I was... I was like, literally, I was waiting for a bus, and she was like standing in the middle of the fucking road, because there's like a partition in between a road, because it's like a... An island, yeah. Yeah, like a cycle lane and stuff like that. Mm. And um, she was there like three nights of the week. I'm just waiting for my bus. We just ended up having a chat. Just, just a chat. She just, I was just like, you're not fucking freezing. And she's like, ah, yeah, but you got to do what you got to do. I was like, you just had a lovely chat. I ended mm. up giving her 20 euros. So she'd go get a bougie. Yeah. Never seen her since. Um, But uh, Yeah. Probably got robbed. Anyway, that's my experience with prostitutes in Dublin. Next week, um, a fight I got into with a heroin addict and uh, a homeless man who used to sing to me uh, until he noticed I was wearing earphones. <laughs> he said, all this fucking effort and the cunts listening to something else. He was you expecting me to throw him a shilling or something like oh, that. Really? There was we, a we, guy, well, <clears throat> me and a guy I, I worked with, he's long gone now. Um, he talked back to me, so I drowned the cunt. But, um, the soul. And made a maybe made a baby Jesus in the cross be good to him, um, and do him no harm. Um, he, we were walking past, and he was like, uh, do you have any money?" And he was like, "Oh, I'll go in and get you a sandwich if you want." And he's like, "Do I look fucking starving? Do I? Do you have any fucking cash, you cheap bastard?" And it's like. <laughs> Mate, you're you're the one like sitting like if you think I can't see the gold watch that you're trying to hide under that fucking hoodie, mate. You've another thing coming. Um, anyway, Dublin, great bunch of lads. Said fucking nobody ever. Yeah, I always do. I always do wonder that when I, wonder when it comes to homeless people. It's like 
Which would you rather? Money or a coffee? And usually when it's the money, they don't fucking need it. Or rather, they dr- they drank it then two two blocks down the road in in a pub. Well, I'll be somewhere. honest. I just I I just uh, and again, specifically because of my job, I just don't mm. have faith in people anymore. Like you like, don't I mean, think people yeah. are as stupid as they are until you realize people are that fucking petty. Well, and a lot of them are. I, well, I, I say I say it's not knowing, but I imagine a lot of them are addicts. You know, and they just yeah. And look, the that's sense. the thing. I, I will one hundred percent. I'll I'll buy you a fucking sandwich. I'll buy you lunch. Mm. One fucking class. Grant, I couldn't give a shit. Absolutely. I, nobody should be fucking starving. Nobody should be like fucking dying of thirst. And I mean dying of thirst of, of nutritious liquids like water and mm-hmm. like a, maybe a fucking fizzy drink. I don't know. Not half a fucking bottle of Jameson. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 100%. I, I'll, I'll go out of my fucking way. Yeah. Absolutely. But the whole like, ah, uh, give me a fiver. It's like, I'll give you a fucking slap, you cunt. Mm. Yeah. Because there are like there are genuine people who are actually oh absolutely and then there are the absolutely and I will I would I I would and have literally done whatever the fuck I could for them in in my capacity of, of just like a random person walking in the street I'm not saying I'm mm. fucking say it or anything I, I literally like don't get me wrong I'm not saying like every person who's on the street I'm like tell me your life story yeah. because again I, it's like I think we are desensitized generally as a fucking society anyway but um. But yeah, a hundred percent. If if there's somebody who's like fuck, I I used to have this uh, when I worked in town, in a town rather than a thing. There was a homeless guy I seen every day. Me and him would have great chats. I bought him lunch every other day that I was I was in town. He's always in the same spot at the same time. But like you go back two hours later, he'd be gone. Like you know, yeah. Um, but we just have a sandwich and a chat. Wouldn't be more than fucking five minutes. Sandwich only like fucking two three euro anyway. But um. I told me his like whole life story he used to like he his he used to fucking be a jockey and all this kind of stuff and blah 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 and you know then he because he retired from being a jockey after I think it's after a certain age it becomes I don't know if it's either weight or you know you, you just retire it's like football mm. but kind of yeah. because the older you get the less you can hold your metabolism and eventually mm-hmm. you just like you start putting on weight and then that affects like the speed and then you know they retire blah, blah. he's telling me a whole story about that. I mean, it could have been 100% bollocks, but like it was endearing anyway. But um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, anytime somebody asks me for for cash, uh, I'm oh, but yeah, I'm I'm a bit. Oh, I usually just say no. Like it's, it's oh yeah, no, I'll like, I'll, yeah. I'll outright be like, I have nothing on me, mate. But if it's like, listen, no. I, I fucking need a sandwich. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll fucking I'll come in with me, order whatever the fuck you want. Sound not a bother. No, it's it's insane. No to cash. Like, usually I don't actually. I like ninety oh, yeah. percent of the time well, I literally. have no money on me. It's just a card. It's a bank card I use. I tap, you know. The conversation that I had with the the one who was trying to blow me for 20 euro with the fucking, the one ring in her hand, like, um, when she was like, you have, give, give me a bit of cash. I legitimately use a travel card because like, have you ever tried to pay fucking post Aaron and coins? Yeah, yeah. Like they're, they're, you hand them a 20 and they look at you like, do you just fucking shot their daughter? Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's, it's a like, fucking. What are you doing with this? It's 1150. <laughs> And what you expect me to give you? You expect me to give you like fucking a fifty back? Do you? And I was like, I didn't set the fucking prices, Damien. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's a pain to hold. Um, but to answer your 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 dilemma, I mean, the, even though you have to get up at half five in the morning, the bus sounds better than the fucking car. It does, but the whole thing of like Jesus Christ, like unless this, unless they unless they reimburse you for the for the parking, they won't. Fuck me, they don't even pay me enough as it is, but um. Yeah. The um, 
there is a like because it is only going to be like one day a week ish and yeah like I, there will be some days that i'm just like i'm not getting on a fucking bus yeah yeah i know i can understand that because it's like it's half five in the fucking morning whereas you can go up at what you start work at nine o'clock you can go up at like half seven but here's the thing you know when i was a good boy and i used to like my job not like but like you know i i didn't want to get fired <laughs> now i'm fucking gunning for it but um when I didn't want to get fired, I was like, uh, you know, I'd start it. Let's say I'd start a, uh, so I'd, I'd have like a, an early shift. Let's say I meant to start at seven or I meant to yeah. start at eight. Um, my bus would arrive at half six. Like I'd, I'd arrive in Dublin at half six. Or if I was to get there at nine, I'd arrive at um, 7.50 mm. because that's the way the buses go. And I'd always yeah. like, in case one bus didn't show up, I'd have a backup bus one hour later. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which, again, bus errand, that happens. That legitimately fucking happens. They've probably gotten better in the last two years. I've heard good things, but I'm skeptical. Um, and um, now I, like, they were like, oh, um, so we're going to have a, a, a special day where you come in and, like, learn about the place. And I'm like, I've worked here for six fucking years. Do you think I don't know how to get in the fucking door and sit the fuck down? And they're like, oh, well, we have some new things. It's like, you have new furniture. Are you honestly going to walk me around and show me the fucking furniture? And they're like, oh, well, you can meet us in reception downstairs. It's like, you want me to come in potentially an hour early and wait downstairs when I could just go upstairs and see the place for myself. You stupid cunts. <laughs> like, say, say what you will about corporations, right? And that's fine. I get it. Heartless bastards. A lot of time filled with great people. But corporate executive people, like people who work in like HR departments and, you know, those kind of like, oh, we're business partners and we're communications and we're, you know, we work on internal email and branding. You're fucking idiots. <laughs> I I don't know when the last time you've had a real conversation with another fucking human is, but in my experience, it hasn't been fucking recently. Like the people who talk to customers, the people who who are generally like a bit fucking jaded because they know, you know, mm. they're class. Like they're fucking salt of the earth. They're actual people. But the people who you you look at them and you're like, I bet you have a cheese board and a glass of wine every night, and you're fucking <laughs> on your on your plastic covered couch. You cunt. That's you, what you fucking. You wear the ice pack fucking set of glasses every morning, like American Psycho. Like, as well, I'd say you're the type of cunt who has margaritas and says hashtag Cinco de Mayo on fucking, <laughs> even though you're Irish and you've never fucking been to Mexico. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. I'd say the, the same kind of people who think, you know, Ukrainian is a kind of fucking dish that you get down in Tesco in the fucking fast food aisle, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, it's oh. all great. Shut the sh- sh- shut. Shut nothing, up. nothing if not amusing. And the, they always, watch. they always have, they always have stereotypical fucking like hardcore Christian names. <laughs> and I don't mean that in like, I'm not, I'm not stereotyping a religion, but it's always like they belong on the cast of, of, of Fox News. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, hi, my name is Megan. Hi, my name is, my name is Christina. Oh, hi. Um, <clears throat> My name, my name is like Angel. It's not even Angel because that's a hooker's name and they're the salt <laughs> of the fucking earth. 
Oh, shout out to you. I hope that boujum was good. Jesus Christ. Again, <laughs> might need to redact at least some of this. So like, <laughs> again, I just think I should be a florist. I think like, I, I, I look back and I'm like, you know, the happiest I've been legitimately mm. was gardening. Do I want yeah. to garden? No. Man, you labored fucking killed me. I, I say that like I, I don't spend every other day going for fucking walks and, and fucking pulling resistance bands around so I can strangle people better. Um, <laughs> but I had a conversation with somebody else who's who's in the same kind of like business as me and they were like, I was driving home from my pre-work uh, exercise because mm. they go for like a walk on the beach. Yeah. Same as me. Hashtag twins. Um, twinsies even. And uh there was these five lads and they were putting up a fence. It was half six in the morning. And she was like, they just, one of them was sitting there and he was eating a breakfast roll at half six in the morning. And the other lads were sitting there and they were just bopping away to their tunes and talking shite at half six. They looked like they hadn't shaved in six days. It looked like if they made out with you, you'd get dirt on your face. Like, like, like if you were a coal miner's wife. <laughs> They were just half six in the morning. They were just putting posts in the ground. And they just looked fulfilled. And I was like, so what? You want to put things in the ground for a job? And she's like, no. It's just if I continue doing what I'm doing, I'm going to want to be the thing being put in the ground. And I was like, <laughs> I can resonate with that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's what happens, you know? Some people drink gin and they get emotional. I eat cashews and I just get, oh, it's just... Balls to the wall, honesty. You know, I think. I think you know the last twenty minutes, twenty five minutes has been the perfect, the perfect example of 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 being compliant with GDPR, not too specific. You know, there's yeah, no details it, in there. That's you, you know, you could you could apply that to any. I I work for Microsoft. You know, do I do? <laughs> you wouldn't fucking know it if I was fucking saying it, do you? Because I work for Twitter. <laughs> It's like, does he? Mm. You look Maybe back and all my both. comments on Elon Musk and they're like, he did get very angry about Elon Musk recently. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What did so I? we'll, we'll, we'll go with the first topic. You're going to like this one, Patrick. Could you talk, we, you know, you weirdly were talking about beheadings at the beginning of the, at the beginning of the show. I don't know why. You say weird. weirdly, like it's not a, it's not a standard topic for me to be perfectly fucking honest. <laughs> uh, so last week. Saw Saudi Arabia invest in Embracer Group and purchased a one billion stake, acquiring eight point one of the company's shares. Uh, Saudi Arabia is known for having public beheadings, like we talked about at the beginning, in a different sort of context. Uh, it's illegal to date. It's illegal to cheat on your spouse. I mean, you shouldn't do it anyway. But uh, it's illegal to be gay, trans, and even an atheist. So it probably came as a shock to some to see not only an investment by a country like this, but also. Uh, for it to be allowed. Now, this investment probably won't make any difference to the gaming company as a whole, like we talked about last week. But I kind of want to ask you, don't you think it calls into question the ethics of the deal and also, the, I guess, the moral ethics for players that like Embracer as a games company or a games, uh, games developer company, but don't want to support a company like this? Well, yeah. I mean, look what the fuck they've done with J.K. Rowling. They like they that that game like she came up with an idea what twenty years ago thirty mm-hmm. years ago 
Yeah. And th- this whole thing is not developed by her. In fact, I think she has had minimal input and they are balls to the wall. Like, I'm not fucking touching this. Fuck you. Mm. Yeah. You kill Kenny, you bastards. Um, <laughs> and like in, if they were going to boycott anything, it would be this. The real yeah. question is, are they all talking out their arse? Or are they just being like, oh, well, she's a woman who has bad opinions. Fuck her. And are they then going to be like, oh, well, you know, um, I mean, it's video games. And, um, well, you know, that's that, this is their culture. It's like, it, firstly, firstly, it wasn't their culture until they found oil. And a specific family decided to tell everybody to go fuck themselves and became fucking like in the area just became super radical. Like, you go to Iran in 1970. And mm-hmm. it, it looked like fucking America. Like it, yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't all, um, and again, uh, uh, fucking, I fully understand uh, that there are a lot of people in these, in, in, in these cultures and who follow this religion who believe absolutely, and like even in the, um, the women of these religions who absolutely believe that this is the kind of, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not self-respect. It's, um, modesty is the word i'm thinking of um that that's that's the way that you know um women should behave and stuff like that believe what you want to believe i don't really give a shit just don't hurt other people and don't tell other people how to feel and what to feel Mm. other than that do what the fuck you want um but um like that that was all of that was imposed by you know men and and particularly um in a lot of in a lot of cases, it, particularly extreme views and certain religions and certain religious practices, and you know some archaic fucking fashions on how people should be treated, because yeah. A, yeah. A, a thing we were talking about at the start of this, and and something that I actually think it's a shame that we weren't recording for, was I was watching a video um, by one of my favorite uh, YouTubers, um, and he's got multiple channels, but one channel is side projects, and then um, the video was. Um, uh, strangest uh, types of executions across different cultures in the world and um, I was actually I, I was talking about you know how how these kind of things how, how these kind of things just fucking like how, how we can just disregard people as people yeah, and be like oh look look that person that person doesn't believe in something let's break their bones and wrap their the skin of their broken hands around a fucking wheel and leave them alive to be eaten by birds and it's like yeah. you know what maybe you're the bad guys and yeah. Yeah. if it's a case that people are gonna like go up in arms and again fuck jk rowling don't tell people what the fuck to believe I I'm, I will never fucking tell any of you what I fucking believe or what I don't believe. I I what I will say is that I don't give a shit. To fucking be, believe what you want to believe. Be who you want to be. Don't tell people who they should and shouldn't be. People can do and be whatever the fuck they want as long as they don't hurt somebody unless that person actively wants to be hurt and that's what they're into. Yeah. You know? Just fuck off. But like if, if people are going to like double down on JK Rowling, especially because she's, you know, a woman, but also because like, and the fact of, you know, her opinions and her, her shitty views on people, especially the people who invested in her and invest in her product. Um, and they don't do that for Saudi Arabia or, and you know, the, this kind yeah. of investment because it's not a singular person. It's mm. a, it's an institution like a, a king or not even a that it's, it's, it's like, it's, 
it's something that they feel that they can't change because it's not really in their sphere and it's not part of Western society. But also, like, it's something that they like. Yeah. Well, here's you know, the cause, thing. Because it's gaming, you know, like, fair enough, people don't like Harry Potter. Like, oh, fuck J.K. Rowling. Now, granted, J.K. Rowling's, you know, what she's doing is her, is her literally her opinions. Yeah. Whereas this is, these are a things theology that are happening. And, a, and it's a belief mm. and it's a culture and stuff like that. But yeah. These are, these are like, this is a non-democratic fucking I can, I can sum this up stuff. and I, I have wanted to use this properly for a very long time. Yeah. And somebody who greatly informed my opinions and beliefs when I was younger was John mm-hmm. Stewart. Um, the uh, British uh, comedian, uh, political commentator, um, yeah. and and presenter and broadcaster, all this kind of stuff. And he said, um, "If you don't stand up for your beliefs when they're tested, they're not beliefs; they're hobbies." Yeah, and that is the exact commentary that you need on this. Yeah, you do what the fuck you want, but if you're actively going out of your way and buying these things, that's fine. You, you, you don't have to give a fuck about where this stuff comes from. But if you are up in arms about anything and you give a shit about anything and you're like, oh my God, you can't say that. You, you can't call that person that. And you don't have an opinion on this because you see it as business investments as opposed to investing in people and investing in people's beliefs and ideologies. Well, then you're a hypocrite. Mm. And it's as yeah. simple as that. Yeah. Yeah, so we've seen, like, so just to continue, we've seen similar situations with Tencent, Activision, um, with the, with, in recent months with Bobby Kodak and sexual harassment and all this sort of stuff. Um, even with Tencent and them investing in different, pro- different companies uh, as well in relation to gaming. Um, the article itself by CEO Lar uh, Wingfors, he, he said basically, and I quote, I have been asked over the past few days why we are accepting investments from an entity in a non-democratic country. To start, we need to look ourselves in the mirror. We are a public company and already have many hundreds of uh, situations from all, sorry, many hundreds of institutions from all parts of the world uh, as shareholders, including investors from the Middle East and from Africa and uh, Asia, the Asian region. Many of them have participated in the capital raising during the past years. And just so everybody knows, capital raising is essentially a company investing in something to give them a, a boost, essentially to, to help them expand, uh, to kind of basically help them to start becoming wider. Um, and I, I just, that's just kind of a snippet of the article. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, but my thoughts on this uh, are just because you've done business with other countries that have participated in capital raising and are trying to start up doesn't mean you shouldn't doesn't mean you shouldn't not judge a country based on its merits and its political system like if russia came along and wanted to invest they'd probably say no you know it's yeah. that sort of situation of like if they came along you'd probably tell them to fuck off but well, on top Arabia. of that, there's there's quite a few. Um, so I know what. See, here's 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 the hypocrisy mm. from a government point of view, and I understand like, why. A like government his statement has to do is it. just not good enough because he talks. He also talks about just to just to say he also talks about uh, equality, you know, as well. Uh, uh, being being open to all, you know, and and equality. It's like that's not that's 
just because you're a public company doesn't mean you can't decide on who to, to, who can invest in your company. Like fair enough. Like if you don't want, if you want to just be absent from it and, and, uh, ambivalent to it, that's fine. But like this, like this just isn't good enough for me, you know, that kind of way. It's just not a good enough response of like, ah, sure. It's fine. You know, that sort of shit. We, we have strong feelings about getting dollars. Yeah, um, well, yeah, yeah. And here's much. our here's our political response. Do, do, do have I read this? <laughs> no, I have an intern who writes this shit for me. Yeah. I I don't even know what this says. And the thing is, like, I I understand why there's embargoes on certain countries and mm-hmm. their purchases as well. Same way, um, there are embargoes on the fact that China isn't allowed to buy, um, parts of Western companies. Uh, especially Western tech and effectively it's like Western is is limited to Western and uh, China is limited to itself because of shady practices and also China's Mm. like... Just like think about like Huawei a couple of years ago and 5G. Yeah, yeah. And and China's increase in trying to buy into French businesses and, Mm. you know, to destabilize the Western monopoly to, to break that apart because the stronger the West is, the weaker China is. And China's also, you know, that's a whole separate conversation. It is. But it's the exact same thing. There was a, a news article today where um, the US is investigating companies and um, demanding companies explain how their microchips ended up in Russian military gear. Mm. Because it's like, you either sold these to them or you've been selling them in a loophole and you've been doing this in the place of an embargo and you've been going against international law. I understand yeah. why countries have to make those you know difficult decisions as well because they're like we don't want to deal with people like saudi arabia and iran for really oppressive regimes and governments but we also need to keep the lights on and Mm. as we very slowly move away from oil-based um fossil fuels and to renewable energies and also fight fucking every lobby from every oil company that's like hey you don't need a planet in 20 years we need money now it's like really perspective um yeah but and, um, and, uh, they, they still have to yeah. they still have to make sure that again that their citizens look i have to fucking if i am driving up to to dublin like it's it's a fucking it's one euro 50 one euro five yeah one euro five for a liter of petrol you know what i mean mm. like if if there was less of an embargo like would that go down sure would the would the abuse continue and probably get worse? <laughs> yes. I think it's is it, is it more than that. It's nearly two euro for a liter. Um, I think it's two euro for a liter with diesel. I think they're quite they're quite close. I know like diesel has been kind of going uh, higher than, or rather, it's been more expensive than petrol in the last while. But I think yeah, well, the last time the last close. time I topped up my tank was last Monday, last Sunday, mm. one of them. Um, because yeah. So uh, it's it, it. I know it has risen since then. I just yeah. fucking. It's also like you know when you're driving past something and you don't want to make direct eye contact with it because you're like, <laughs> I know you're there, you cunt. You I just don't start want to, be to that, acknowledge that, that, it. That, that old car person is like fucking pricing fucking petrol. Jesus, get Christ. off my lawn, you fucking you know, hooligans! It's ridiculous. It's all tax, uh, which it is. But that's a different. That's a different sort of. That's a different podcast. So it is. But yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I mean, the whole situation with J.K. Rowling is is one of those things of like, are people just doing it because, it, you know, it's a virtual signal or, you know, you know, that kind of sort of situation. 
Yeah. And it's and that that's that's kind of it's my easy concern. to jump on a band hate wagon and yeah, a, a spiral really of, of silence yeah. as well. Yeah, and that's that's like it's one of these things of like they care people or gamers who like who have decided not to play Hogwarts Legacy because of this, even though she is more, like next to not involved at all. They they go for that because that's relevant to them. Yeah, because you, you know, like it is like it's relevant to them. She, I know. You know look, I, it's the exact same, the same thing with fucking Alice in Wonderland. The amount of girls who have fucking Alice in Wonderland tattoos and all this kind of shit. Yeah, mm. they overlook the fact that the the author was a fucking pedophile who was obsessed with an eight year old girl. But no, that's yeah. fine. But let's let's go after this. Oh, but that was in the past. No, no, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what era you live in. An eight year old girl is is still off limits, you fucking yeah. psychopaths. But yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, no, I, I do understand what you mean. Even culturally and stuff like that, it is it is um a lot easier as well to hate a face as opposed to an idea. Yeah. And it's a lot easier to ignore something that's not in at your back door. Exactly. Until it you is. Know. Yeah. Exactly. I mean it really yeah. does come down to and I look, I know that this is an, an over um an over dramatized version of the commentary mm. of, of the quote of like, I didn't speak up for them. Um, and then they came for them and then they came for them and I didn't speak up for them. And then when they came for me, there was nobody to speak up for me. I understand that. I, I understand that it's like a, you know, I, I will fight on every hill. I will fight under the, it's not about fighting them, but it is about like, you know, having the common sense to also be like, are we really mad about this kind of ideology and and culture seeping into a business ethic and a business deal? Um, and I understand why. I understand that they're that they're obviously moving dependence away from oil as well. But is it the kind of cross diversity that you really want in your business mm. is that the yeah. is that the investment that you want is that is that the look at nato fucking i know we're a game and podcast but at the same time like I, i'm topical as fuck um you can add in people into nato and then turkey's like yeah not not happening so why we have people we want you to denounce. It's like, really? They're about to get like potentially invaded and killed and you want to have a pissing match? Well, why are they allowed into Europe? Because they're not fucking dictators who are killing journalists, you prick. Oh, well, uh, maybe I don't want them in NATO. It's like, what? You li- you're literally, you're literally in the fucking edge of getting kicked out. Like, mm. and again, that's the thing. You let the wrong person into it. And I'm not saying Turkey isn't. I'm saying fucking the leader of Turkey. Jesus Christ, I will never be able to go to the fucking Middle East. <laughs> I will be shot in a fucking heartbeat. Um, but uh, it, it, it is it is that case of like, you, you, as soon as you invite in bad actors. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying the entire culture. I'm not saying the entire religion. I'm saying the the people of power who have those specific views, and I understand that the the king, especially of I think it's Saudi Arabia now, yeah, or is he the prince? But I think I think he's prince, the prince, prince at the minute, prince, but he's prince, he's yeah. the soon to be king or um, heir apparent, um, and he's the one who's also like brought in the this stuff about um, women can start learning to drive when they have somebody with them and all that kind of stuff, which is liberal moves for for um, liberal moves for 
that culture and that ideology. And then on the other side of that, he had a renowned journalist chopped up into bits in a hotel lobby. You know what I mean? So Mm. again, once you invite bad actors into it, you can't... You can't uninvite them. You have it. Look, look, let's look at that, like an episode of Kenobi. Let's look at the last thing of Fallen Order. You know, when you crack that tube with the water and the water starts pouring in, doesn't matter how much fucking force power you have, that water's coming in and you're mm. not going to be able to fucking seal it up. Yeah, you can, you can stop it. You can slow it down. But you can slow it down, but once you open the door, you're fucked. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think... Yeah, I think I think we spent I think we spent enough time on this topic over the last. And couple it's of weeks. all people from Dublin's fault. <laughs> and I hope I hope that you know this does isn't a weekly thing where we're just talking about embracer and acquisitions. Um, but yeah, yeah, because no, we I, already I'm, do that with Ubisoft. So that's true. Yeah, we oh yeah, but fuck, we must get Ubisoft on the track. We must tell them to announce something so we can take the piss out of it, uh, lighten the mood a bit. They'll they'll um they'll denounce like. Women are women. No, that's it, pretty much. <laughs> okay. Uh, Hiro Kojima appeared at the Xbox showcase to announce that he is creating a game that he says that he has always wanted to make and that he is teaming up with Xbox Game Studios to do it. He said, with Microsoft's cutting-edge cloud technology and the change in the industry's trend, the trend being streaming. Hentai. Oh, <laughs> um, it has now become possible to challenge myself to make this never before seen concept. Last week, you remember that there was a leak uh, of a new horror game from Kojima Productions codenamed Overdose. So do you think that this is it or do you think that it's something else entirely now? I hope because, it's something else entirely because Overdose uh, yeah. doesn't seem like it's going to be something that challenges. I, mm, I imagine it's yeah. going to be something great in terms of yeah, cause, cause because based on what he's saying, it seems like this game is going to be either either or both a Game Pass game. Yeah. And also a, and look, an here's the thing, only right? game. Like a I know I said, game. I know I said like last week or the week before, I'm not mad about Kojima. Mm. I don't know, like, the thing is, if there was a developer who I thought was going to actually push the boundaries and try and yeah. do something cool, it's fucking him. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I, I have nothing against Kojima. Um, I have nothing against a majority of his games. I just, I'm not a big fan of the whole like trippy psychedelic shit. Mm-hmm. It just in stories, again, Alice in Wonderland, ever since I was a kid, I watched that once. I just had fucking dreams, agitated yeah. dreams, not, not weird dreams, you know, the dreams that make you toss and turn. I fucking hate them. Mm-hmm. And then you wake up and you end up more tired than when you went to sleep. I get that from quite a few of Kojima's games. I get that from a lot of Metal Gear Solids. And to be perfectly honest, the story of Metal Gear Solid just bores the fuck out of me. It's the shooting and the combat that I really enjoyed. The mechanics are amazing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. it'll be really interesting with the ability to stream and all this kind of stuff. And obviously, if he properly incorporates the cloud and he tests it and tests the boundaries and tests the possibilities mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. I have yet to see, for example an engine as impressive as the Foxhound engine that was used for Phantom Pain. Yeah. And yeah. if he can bring that kind of technical specification to a game using um, elements of the cloud and the streaming platforms that haven't been used before, oh, I think we're in for a, a really great um, experience, to be honest. Yeah, like like, like like you said, like he's probably the only, it's probably the only game developer right now that like, he takes concepts and ideas and just 
he just does something a little bit different that makes it something very, very interesting. Like, look, more at importantly, Death he takes risks. I think that's the that's yeah, the main like, thing. like, I, like Death Stranding was definitely a risk. Like, it it essentially is like a game that is the story is told between cutscenes. So, in between those, the gameplay is essentially you walking across terrain, delivering fucking whatever it is you're delivering. You're essentially human Tetris. Yeah, like you're essentially, yeah, it's more like you're essentially like, you know, delivering for Amazon, you know, but you have to walk through America and you have to reconnect America, you know, and weirdly enough. The main character has better, um, better unions than uh, Amazon (laughs) and and better, better workplace support. Um, And like, weirdly enough, when that game came out, I want to say. Clearly I work for Amazon. Fuck all (laughs) y'all. Follow me, you fucking idiots. Was it? Was it 2019 or 2020 it came out? It was 2019, wasn't it? 2019, yeah. Yeah, so like weirdly that came out when COVID started or rather, you know, in the in, in sort of the middle of COVID. Like how weird is that, that that sort of game came out then and you couldn't have planned it better? And I say you couldn't have planned it, but I'm not, you know, saying that COVID was great. I'm saying that like he oh, yeah. did this. The I'm essential- a fucking isolationist. <laughs> Fuck all y'all. <laughs> the sen- the, 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 essentially the story was you reconnecting America because... Yeah. You know, and like, look at, look at what, well, look at what's happening now after COVID. People are trying to reconnect. They're trying to, you know, travel. They're trying to, you know, get out more and all that sort of stuff. So it's very, very weird that like that sort of game came out at the perfect time. And it also was really, really popular, even though it was very, very simple. And what's interesting is I was watching a stream. Um, mm -hmm. I was actually watching the PC gamer stream. Um, PC Gamer being the magazine uh, was mm-hmm. streaming yeah. uh, the PC software and stuff like that. Um, and uh, somebody who I was watching had said that a, a really interesting point that if you want new games and things to be pushed boundaries and cool new ideas, you can't get that from Microsoft and Sony because you won't. Yeah. You'll no. get corporate safeness and just no mm-hmm. risk whatsoever. The games and that make money. Yeah. They're the games that make money. And as much shit as I gave uh, Ubisoft, and they, they, the guy I was I was listening to said this as well, um, because he was talking to his mate about it, and I fucking 100% agree. Ubisoft used to be the artistic design studio that like pushed boundaries and stuff like that and made cool shit. And now they will carbon copy your mother if they think it'll save them 50 cent. Yeah. Um, and it's the exact same. Everything in the Microsoft and, and Sony studio. And to be perfectly honest, I loved a lot of the stuff that Microsoft had in it. There was nothing there that mm-hmm. was innovative. Nothing there that pushed no. boundaries. Todd Howard no. lied through his fucking teeth. <laughs> like that that's that's perfectly fine. But lied I, through I his got leather more, jacket. I think it was the same fucking leather jacket from the last five years. Um and I love that. I mean, look, buy clothes that you can invest in, you know. Fuck me. Everybody loves Well, it's a good become cook. it's become iconic now for him. That's the yeah. thing. Like it's, it's So it, so have modders know. in his games because his development teams won't fucking finish them <laughs> themselves. Um and um it really is like the PC gaming scene that were the ones that were testing boundaries and pushing new things and, you know, taking risks. And Kojima is um, one of the few, I, I'll be honest with you, one of the few developers I can think of that really takes fucking risks, narrative mm-hmm. and otherwise. Because if you look at Death Stranding, that game is Marzipan. People either love it or they fucking hate it. Mm-hmm. And it's still really successful because yeah. he was like, no, I have faith in this story. I have faith in the interesting mechanics. Let's run with it. Let's see what we got. Let's go yeah. with that. Yeah. And that's just something you don't really see from corporate gaming anymore. No. And and the best thing about the the current state of 
the possibility of development. I mean, you see this a lot. You see like, oh, these are the guys, these are the uh, members of of this old development studio who left because they didn't like the way things were being run in the corporate mm-hmm. and they made their own little thing and this is the game they're bringing out. And that game looks better than 90% of the shit that that Microsoft brought out in that in that stuff. And I'm not sure no Microsoft. I have to say, I really enjoyed it. I, can I remember them? I can't remember fucking one thing I've seen, mm-hmm. but I know I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, do I think that... Um, Every year I look at Forza and think, wow, I don't see any difference, but I am not, a, <laughs> I am like, they, they were driving the cars around the track and I was like, wow, that seems really fucking slow. That, this is like, this is not, I'm sure I would love it if I bought like an actual steering wheel and stuff and I was behind yeah, it, but yeah, yeah. I do not know how this trills people. It looks mm. visually wonderful, but it looks the same as it did three years ago. Um, yeah. But um, again, nothing that Microsoft wowed me to the point that I was like, oh my God, that's going to be great. That's going to be fucking, oh, I'm so excited. Mm. PC gaming stuff did. Yeah. Sony stuff, like uh, Sony could have just taken a lap this year and I wouldn't have noticed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Bethesda yeah. stuff, you can land on a thousand worlds. I can do that in Elite Dangerous, mate. What you just said to me is that I have a thousand no places to land, but there's fucking nothing on those planets, mate. You just told no me there's sky. a thousand barren ass planets out there that, yeah, sure, they could be used for modders, but like, you know, this game has been in development for 15 years. Has it though, has. Todd? Has yeah. it though? Like I've seen that character it. model, mate. It's not exactly he, fucking he, innovative. He wrote, innovative. The, he, wrote the cons- he wrote the name down 15 years ago and hasn't touched it since. Yeah, that's, the trademark, that's maybe. Fif- you can't. Yeah. yeah. Like when I seen that, I was like, "No, the, no." You expect me to think that this game is older than that fucking jacket? I don't fucking yeah. think so. It's like fifteen years of development. It's like, no, I don't. That might have been maybe you know every every couple of months he mentioned Starfield, but yeah, I don't think it's been in. You know, he was like, "I'd love a spaceship," no. and that's that's his first thought. <laughs> Uh, unless they're like oh yeah so so all our previous games brought us to this we've been developing this for 15 years it's like shut the fuck up shut the fuck up you marketing cunt Uh, I've nothing against marketers I'm technically a marketer because of it you know but that's not the point Um, I try not to lie he's also technically a cunt (laughs) Uh, okay so um over on the PlayStation blog, Resident Evil Village is getting a DLC expansion uh, titled Winters, where you are able to um, play the main story in third-person mode. Uh, there's also a new game mode called Mercenaries Additional Orders, which is a weird title, but I'll allow it. I remember um, Mercenaries. That was fun. Mm, and a Resident new... Resident Evil 5, I think. Yeah, I want to say yes. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, and a new story-driven DLC called Shadows of Rose, where you experience her story years after the original campaign. I am actually genuinely interested in playing this now because of the third-person mode. Yeah, yeah, it's actually, I wouldn't have played it in first person. I watched um, somebody play it, and to be honest, I ended up just watching their reaction rather than the game. Yeah, because um, like, like, like even even the previous one, which was... I don't know, Resident Evil fucking 7. We just think it was just called Resident Evil 7, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, the one in the house and this one as well. The field of view is just fucking ridiculous. Genuinely, it's like, it's like, it's just so claustrophobic. And I understand that's the reason. What is but, this, vision for ants? 
Well, but like it's that's not how people see. If you want, like this is the thing about a lot of first person shooters in general. And granted, a lot of them mitigate it when they allow you to change the FOV. A lot, a lot more are actually allowing you to do it on console as well now, which is kind of cool. Um, and it's been a thing on PC for years, but it's one of these things of like you wouldn't believe the difference it makes for you to actually change the FOV to make it more like an eyeball in the sense of like you can see you've got a bit of peripheral vision and you can see a bit more and it makes things feel faster even if you're not going faster so like Resident Evil Village and 7 they just feel really slow in terms of movement I don't know what it must be just shuffling down the fucking hallways or something but when you crack when you you know change the feel of you to a wider one and you see more it actually makes you feel like you're going faster which can dramatically change your experience and make it much easier to actually play or rather much easier to fucking stand in general. But the fact that this has third person, I probably will get this now and actually play it because I love being able to see my character because I I just feel like depending on the game, of course, it adds just that extra bit of depth, especially with characters that you customize and change the face of and all that sort of stuff. Being able to see your character yeah. Is even better because it's just why would you? Granted, village doesn't do that, but why would you offer people to change a character, change the face, and then just not fucking show? Well, them I'll be honest, I I haven't played Skyrim, like at all. Um, really? Yeah, like I've nothing against it. It's just mm. any time I went to play it at the time, I was like, oh, I don't really because mm. it was first person. That's the thing. Well, they had, and both. at the time, I wasn't really, I wasn't. Yeah, they have both, but they have Fallout third person, which isn't really third person. It's just like they throw a camera behind it, and they don't have. That's to. very similar to Skyrim as well. Yeah, and yeah, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't really feel like a third person camera. It just feels like a exactly. Mod, they just like they, they fucked a literal like yeah, yeah. you know three D model axe access camera. Like they just yeah, moved it behind yeah. and up instead yeah. of putting it in the head, um, or putting it in the neck wherever they normally put the camera, and um. If if Skyrim was in 3D, because even the combat is first person, even when you're in thing, and I I again I've no issue with, with first person, but I do think some games I like I would play them more if they were in third person. Mm-hmm. And the ironic thing is, like then there's other games like a Destiny. Like I was before, like oh I hope it's in third person, like years ago. And now yeah. like when I use the sword and it goes in third person, I'm like how the fuck? Where the fuck is this? <laughs> Don't put me in third person. I need to shoot. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it. I think it comes it comes down to like how the gunplay feels and how the movement feels and whether or not first person works or third person works. Yeah, I always and feel a bit sketchy yeah. on when they're like, "Hey, this DLC will let you go in third person," and it's like, it it always seems easier to go from third person to first person rather than first person to third person because I feel like one has extra things developed for it. And then the other is just moving a camera, and then you're like, "Yeah, mm, you haven't really fleshed out that that 3D animation, though, have you?" Yeah, because like sometimes the third person is just an afterthought. Whereas yeah, exactly. if you, if you're developing a third person game, you focus on that third person camera angle, and you know that's that's your main angle. That's what you want to make sure is brilliant and works well. And then the first person is just like an, it's like look at GTA, like the first person is just like an add on where. It's probably a lot e- like this is what I go back to is like it's probably a lot easier to do first person than it is third person. And I feel like with a lot of games, first person is just an easy way out. You know, it's just an easy option because it's like, Ugh, you know, it's like that's why I always found Cyberpunk to be weird when it was first person. It's like, really? It's like you you 
you spent the last 10 years doing The Witcher, which was third person. And now you're just going to do this game. Especially as after a first telling person. us, hey, you can customize this and the mm. back of your head and your neon lights and all this stuff. And yeah. then when they said, and I mean this genuinely, when they were like, hey, it's first person now, everybody got alarm bells. Everybody was yeah. like, oh, wow, you really haven't, you haven't been working on this properly, have you? Yeah. You really shit the bed on this. And then everybody else was like, no, give them a chance. It's fine. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. I don't fucking think it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, let's talk about, you kind of briefly talked about it, but let's talk about the Xbox and Bethesda showcase. I don't want to go through all the games because a lot of them are just, well, a lot of them don't, there's no point in us talking about it, games that don't really interest us. And I don't we, remember we, any of them. Because be we don't, honest. yeah, because we don't really, we wouldn't know enough about them. No. Um, but like there, there was the likes of Overwatch 2 which I think we both know what Overwatch is and you know never really I think I might have played it once I'm not entirely sure you know um, what I have to say I really liked mm-hmm. that they were like everything in this is coming out in the next 12 months yeah I thought yeah. that was really and I didn't I say that last week I was like if they came out and said hey this is actually coming out soon mm-hmm. I would be like well that's really fucking impressive and as soon as that came up on the screen I was like you have my attention for this. this yeah. um, and it this was thing. like, it, it was, it was actually, I really enjoyed it. Like much more than the egg or much more than the PlayStation one. Yeah. Um, I, cause I, cause I had that kind of inkling that the PlayStation was only half an hour. I was like, fuck's sake. And lo and behold it was. And it was like none, none of what I expected to be there. And the PlayStation one was there. Yeah. But I wasn't expecting anything really from Xbox. And I just kind of watched it and I was like, oh, that's, that's not bad. That's, that's, that looks I want to play Diablo 4. I've never played it. Either have I. Um, mm. I think I did. I think I played Diablo 2 Baldur's Gate when I was 12 and yeah. I bought a game and I was like, oh, this is top down. I have no idea what the fuck's going on. The 215 yeah. view. And then... Um, since then, I have no idea. I I know there are people who have said to me that they have an interest in playing this when it comes out. And I was like, I don't because I know it's going to be shit. And I watched that and I was like, you know what? I would I would happily play this grind. I would just this shit seems cool. And also it seems mm. like it's something I can do by myself. And um, it seems like it can be a, a really fun kind of magic world to kind of enjoy. Um, yeah when destiny like ramps down for like seasons and and um, things it, it feels like another thing that i could like really enjoy my time building up a character and all that kind yeah. of stuff yeah um so i was i was really pleasantly surprised with that and i i got a surprising um surprising amount of feedback from people that would play those kind of games with me when i was like oh i i think about playing that game and they're like think about and the, like the fact that I got to think about, as opposed to like, a, nah, I was like, oh, mm. somebody's, somebody's biting down the hook. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I'm a bit interested in that. What did you think of, uh, did you think of Starfield? Yeah, so seen of it? we'll, we'll get to that. Don't worry. We'll fucking, we'll get to that. I fucking, fucking I have, I have words fucking... for that fucking so, cow wearing. So content. I only noticed it now because I have everything written down, but. The, the bookends of this show, Redfall and Starfield, both games have been delayed. Which Remind me which Redfall is. Redfall is the, it's like, I think a lot of people were confused. I, I didn't realize what it was until I actually seen this. It's like, is oh, that I the vampire four yeah. best friends? Oh, yeah. Pretty yeah, much, yeah. Okay, cool. yeah. It's like the vampire apocalypse as opposed to a zombie apocalypse. Vampire Fortnite, as I call it. Yeah, well, yeah. Because um, it has a Fortnite aesthetic. I, I feel like mm. everything, it, it, it's strange 
the thing about PC gaming that console gaming doesn't have now, and this is something that I've really noticed, is that um, the console conferences yeah. are going off the meta from two to three years ago. Because that's when it was developed for. It was developed for what was popular yeah. two to three years ago. Yeah. And there, there's no speed with it. And they're like, hey, look at this art style. Look at this stuff. And you're like, mm. yeah, but we all kind of went off that like three years ago. And then and, there's the PC yeah. that's like leaning into stuff for the next two years. And you're like, fuck me. You guys are might be small, but you're on top of shit. This is really yeah. interesting. This is like, you're pushing some boundaries. This is and, cool. I, yeah, and, and I, I'm and not I, saying yeah, that in like yeah. a hey, PC gaming all the way, because mm. fuck me, that can be exhausting in itself. Like there's a, there's a, I said this to you before when we used to talk about uh, console, console PC and I was like, I'm not updating drivers every day. I just want to play a game and come home and cry <laughs> because I just got rejected by a prostitute who rode a man down two buses down from me when I was getting on the bus. Um, and, um, but, but genuinely the games that they were coming out with both big and small are mm-hmm. really fucking interesting and they're yeah. forward thinking in their design in terms of like hey we're going to be in the new next thing we're going to you know try and push the narrative and, and change the meta and change the, the scape of what's coming and mm. then you look at sony and playstation and console and they're like hey battle royale and you're like oh for fuck's sake <laughs> yeah because yeah because it's like it's like everything else with console and again i'm not shitting a console i i am a console gamer as well but it's it's this sort of they're they're building for the hardware they had at hand and the hardware they had at hand was outdated, you know, compared to PC. And that just seems to be, you know, they're a couple of years behind with the hardware, so they don't really they're they're thinking they're thinking in terms of what they have right now as opposed to what they will have or what you know, what they could get in a couple of years' time. Um but yeah. So yeah, so Overwatch two was added. There's a couple that interested me. Uh, and a couple that interests me, but I probably won't play. So Plague's Tale Requiem was one. Yeah. Um, I played the first one. I didn't really like the first one. I probably won't play this one because I just, I might go back to the first one, but it's just the the moment to moment gameplay feels very clunky um, and it feels very sort of like, well, you know, like when you play that sort of that first game from a studio that's only new and they can't and they haven't quite figured out the hardware or the, or they haven't quite figured out the the programming side of it. So things are a little bit clunky and they're a little bit, you know, a little bit tech demo-y in a sense of like unrefined. Um, so granted, this one could be better. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, Forza Motorsport. OK, that was that was also shown as well. But what interested me more was the Hot Wheels version of it and the track. And I feel like that would definitely be much more uh, fun to play than the actual uh, motorsport version of it. So yeah. the, the, there was the motorsport and then it was the uh, Forza Horizon 5 Hot Wheels. And that's yeah. coming out July of this year. Uh, so that looks like a lot of fun. And I, 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 and I just, when I was watching it as well, I was like, those fucking tracks look familiar. I was like, why, where have I seen that? I was like, it's GD fucking Hot Wheels. Wheels. Well, that's true as well. I was like, it's fucking Hot Wheels. It um, is. Yeah. And look, that's the thing, even with the motorsport, um, mm. like I know I shit in it earlier on, but when, when they were like, Hey, and now, uh, we're changing up fuel and, and ratios of your brake tire, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's like, a sim. Yeah. It's a sim. While, yeah. while I was looking at that, like, well, 
Jesus Christ, that the, that car is not going very fast. When they said that, I was like, that made somebody out there really fucking happy. The, somebody who like this is their there's this is their jam this is their shit mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. are really they are ecstatic with what yeah. they've just got because i know people have been asking for um you know i i i, I want to you know especially with those kind of track races where they want to you know actually take into account you know fuel ratios and and you know pressure yes. and tire tire yeah. treads all yeah. that kind of stuff and because that's a whole, uh, some people just get caught. Some people only play games for those things. Same. Some people only play games for FIFA. And then mm-hmm. there's some people who only play games for Fortnite. Some people who only play it for Sims and who yeah. fucking love those kind of cars. And those cars are expensive shit. You buy one of them in real life, it's 120 euro or 120 grand. You hit a pothole, you're fucked for the next yeah. like eight weeks. So yeah. absolutely class. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, and I've said before, I'd absolutely love to play them, but I don't think I'd enjoy them unless I was using an actual sim um, yeah. wheel and stuff. But yeah. the Hot Wheels stuff looked really fucking fun. Yeah, it did. It looked yeah. like, I, I like if I sat down with you, it would be like, you know, when, when, <laughs> when we were younger <laughs> and we'd sit on fucking Discord a half tree, like, you know, fucking playing golf with your friends or some shit, you know, yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, when you yeah, had yeah. no money yeah. and you're just like, I will make any game fun. You know, that kind of job. That's yeah. that's the feeling yeah. I got from it. Yeah, it does. Like, cause it's, it's, I imagine there's going to be tracks you can make and they're just community tracks. And it's just like, it's, if it's any sort of like randomness, like GTA tracks are, um, not in the sense of like just random fucking containers, you know, yes. plotted about the place. But if it's like, if it's like a fun sort of like there's gaps in the track or there's ramps or whatever it is, I feel like that'd be a lot of fun to play, especially the fact that it's on Game Pass as well yeah, like yeah, like 100%. all this is better because i think most of these are on game pass which is i think better. all of them were or maybe I, maybe I, not I, all of them but mm. i know here's the thing right all of them will be probably yeah like yeah. and i have to say they like microsoft without trying really really done a fucking great job of their own brand yeah yeah, yeah. jesus christ now i feel like one of those corporate bitches <laughs> sponsored by Doritos I love um, the synergy <laughs> uh, I did see synergy somewhere for a fucking job application or something synergy shit. collaboration culture uh, what's the other one what's the other one collaboration uh, culture cognitive uh, dissidence oh fu- no no that's that's what I have <laughs> that's what I have after listening to them I I genuinely want to see because I have to walk into like if, so if I walk into that office mm. I know there's going to be somebody standing at a fucking elevator like hey welcome and I just get out of the fucking way so I actually intend to bring like post-it notes mm-hmm. and just have nobody talk to me before 9.30 written on them and I know my team won't talk to me because they're a decent gr- group of lads. Just, I say lads, they're writing. like guys and girls. But like, sh- yeah, th- there's there's also new people on that team, and they'll learn fucking quick. <laughs> um. Then after that, after motorsport was uh, Microsoft Flight Sim, the 40th anniversary. Also, and the fact that that was released on the day, mm, and it also showed some. It also showed. Uh, Halo DLC, which I think it was the ship essentially that was in the thing as the well. Pelican. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's that's I, out now. You can fly that now. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I, I was have, bit, I really want to fucking download that again just to fucking fly that. I was a bit confused as to I don't know if it was suggesting that you can go into space. Uh I think it was. I think you can go into the stratosphere. Oh, okay, very cool. I, no, because I wasn't sure. I was like, can we go into space now with flight seven? Yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, but um, I think it's only around that. Yeah. 
Yeah, just around the outer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, if it was there was multiplayer and I could see you, I mean, that'd be some that'd be some image of you just coming through the atmosphere. There is, ship, and you can. You know, that, that'd be pretty cool. It's just, it is downloading it. That's the problem with the slow It's servers. downloading it and both of us being ready to play it at the same time. Because last time we were ready to do it, one of us went for a nap. And then when I woke up, you were out for dinner. Yeah. It was, it was, <laughs> God it was damn the, this aging. Because it's, it's the, it's the, it's the main downloads fine. And then it's like, it has to load up like 15 gigs of textures, but it's done in a slow way. And it's like, But the fucking why? thing's 120 gigs by itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just the fact it's that like the, 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 the second download is like, it's not based on your speed of broadband. It just yeah. goes by its own. It's like, why? That's a pain in the fucking hole. Uh, and I have and an M2 l- fucking drive. Like, it, it also, yeah. you're downloading it. You're you're not even just using broad, broad like, yeah. bandwidth. Going, you're using a read-write driver as yeah. well. Like, yeah. That's a fucking nightmare. And like, I mean, again, you, M2 is yeah. really fucking fast. But at the same time, first time I downloaded it, I was like. If I you could, could use xCloud, it would be even better. Yeah, um, yeah, and then yeah, then it showed Overwatch, and then there was a couple of other random games that I just don't want to talk you, about. You uh, ever play Overwatch? You big with it or no? I might have played the first one once at one point. Uh, I think I played it and once, I just, and I killed seven you know, people in a in a go in a match, and came out as the the player of the game, and then I never touched it since. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't necessarily high. like. I don't necessarily like those Fortnite style of games. The well, here's the thing, style. right? I I I I enjoy PvP. I play PvP mm. quite a bit in um, in Crucible, where people do like nightfalls and strikes and stuff, or yeah, yeah. To, to get their level up. I very much enjoy going into Crucible and getting my ass handed to me, and eventually then whooping the shit out of everybody who comes up against me. Um, and and again, still getting my ass handed to me, one hundred percent. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, you put me in trials, I'll fucking lose every time. Um. But the thing I don't like about Overwatch is that it's just aesthetics. And that's yeah. what that's what bores me because I'm like, yeah. there's there's no agency to this. In mm-hmm. in uh Destiny, I'm increasing my light, I'm getting new weapons, I'm completing catalysts, and it's helping me for later game content, working mm-hmm. with my team, all that kind of stuff. The loot I'm getting out of it, the resources I'm getting out of it, yeah, cool. But um the skins have never meant anything to me. They they yeah. just they like and again I fucking understand I I get like Jesus um what's that game called League of Legends like mm-hmm. I I understand why it's such a huge thing it's just that because it's only like hey you get this skin and this skin and it's the same character but just different colored clothes I'm like I that's not really a big thing for me and I say yeah. that and like I I spend silver on like ornament uh, things for for my Destiny character because I've been playing that game for ages. I understand why like fucking and it's great that you can just play the game and you know it, it's like it's not affecting your you know it's not a pay to win. But at the mm-hmm. same time, yeah. because there's no agency, I'm like I'm not interested in this. Yeah, yeah, no, it's like there's no there's no reward for you playing the game. Yeah, exactly. Like, if like, you stop yeah. and then you come back to it two years later, the it's only exact. thing that you've yeah. missed out on is your skill. Whereas if yeah. I stop playing Destiny and I come back to it in five seasons, I've missed out on five seasonal weapons and like a whole like different like aesthetic arsenal five And also over. story as well. Like and there's, story there's, and, you know, and yeah. resources and mm-hmm. like there will be characters and, and for example, this season uh Solar 3.0, last season Void 3.0. If you are only coming in now, uh, solar and void the two subclasses for the light are are the two of the three are completely fucking different like they, mm. they changed the whole thing over and you will be like 
what the fuck is happening? <laughs> um, but again, you go, if I go to Overwatch now, um, bar the fact that I won't have a fucking clue what I'm doing, and mm. it's just got a toxic ass fucking community. Yeah. Um, it'll be exactly where it left off. And that's yeah. why it just means nothing to me. There, mm-hmm. There's no re- nothing anchors me to that game, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the next one, the next game I kind of noticed was, was Ark 2 with Vin Diesel. Yeah, I don't even think they finished Ark 1 yet, so I don't know where the fuck they're going with Ark 2. <laughs> like, I don't, like, they just showed like a 15 second trailer or a 20 second trailer. I was like, all right. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, like, I don't like Ark, but I've devved up buying it to fucking see that cunt in the fucking game. Would you play um, Ark 1 with me? Would you? We'll build a little castle and we'll, we'll go fishing and we can. You have, you have, you have. You're more likely to get me to play No Man's Sky. I'd like to play No Man's Sky, but the problem is that I um I feel like I need more than one person to play No Man's Sky. So like when that other person isn't playing, at least there's three other people who are actively mm. in that game. And it's yeah. the, hey, look, it's the same for Destiny. And I know I keep yeah. going back to Destiny, but like I'm not the only one of my friends who plays Destiny. I have like a full team who plays that. Mm-hmm. separately. Regardless of if I take a five month break, they will still be fucking on it. They yeah. will still be giving me updates or they'll still be talking to me about it. Um, yeah. And I think I'm really happy what they've done with No Man's Sky. Way to have a comeback. Still a long way to go. But at the same time, I can't play that game unless I have actively enthusiastic people playing it. And that's probably mm. how I'll feel about Diablo as well, but I'll be more willing to give Diablo a go because it also yeah. seems like something I can do by myself and, yeah. you know, make friends or mm-hmm. discords to find um, that stuff, you know. The next one I noticed, which is an absolute abomination, is Minecraft Legends. Fucking what in the holy shite? Inject that right into Give me a suppository. <laughs> That's what I want. Just <laughs> pop it up and let me see the colours. Um, and then the next one, there's a couple of indie games between that, the last case of Benedict um, Box. Cumberbatch. Which, which, oh, which, was, which was interesting. Uh there was one that I that I noticed and it kind of comes back to this whole thing of like Xbox doesn't have the story driven. It, it can't do quality games like the way PlayStation does. So the one that I noticed was As Dusk Falls. Okay. Now that, that game was the one that was a motion comic style. Okay. And unfortunately it reminds me of that X-Men 3 game from PS2 with that motion comic cutscene. Cutscenes and it looks... And it just, it, I just can't get that image out of my head. And that X-Men game was terrible. Um, and it's one of those things of like, and even like, like I, this, this game could have been a game like Heavy Rain because it has that story where like something, something dramatic happens and they have the, the really good acting and the actors, even there's even an actor in it that is what the, one of the detectives from Heavy Rain. Um, and I feel like they fucking basically shit the bed because they're using a motion comic art style. You know, I, I think they just completely fucked it up. Yeah. They they have everything else. And then it's this style and it's like, why? It's like, you're literally, like you've literally, and I understand it's probably budget. It was probably, you know, budget constraints. They were probably developing over COVID as well. But it's like, you've, you've, like all these shots are of people. You've you've gotten people dressed up and put them in poses and you've taken literal photography of them, you know, one frame every, you know, 20 seconds or whatever it is. So you've made them go into this sort of, you've made them, I don't know how they would have acted it out, whether they acted the whole scene and then you just took shots, you took, you know, snippets from that 
I don't know what way you would do that. But, and then you've basically like kind of scanner darkly sort of colored over them essentially. Um, and I kind of, I kind of wish they had maybe went in that direction instead of a scanner darkly. Um, it would have been probably a much more interesting style. Again, that's like your, your coloring in frame by frame. Um, but I also feel like that would have been more, that kind of would have been a constrained thing to do as well. It would like that wouldn't have took any more budget in the sense of like equipment that you need. You would have probably had more freedom to do backdrops and stuff like that, but you would have needed more time to actually color in each frame. Yeah. Um, so that, it just, that one is just like, that's a weird one where it's like, you just, you, you just kind of, if you kind of just went a bit more on the kind of realistic style and not, a motion comic or maybe just like full on animated, uh, stylized in the style of a motion comic, but not in the frame rate where it's like one frame and then it just blends into another and people are like, you know, there's no real movement. Um, but yeah. And then the next one we come to and the, the you know, the grand finale, uh, the grand finale, what is he Italian? <laughs> the grand, the grand, uh, the grand fallacy of, of the show was, um, Starfield. Uh, not to, well, before that was the Kojima game that, you know, we talked about earlier that he just popped onto the screen and said, I'm developing a game. See ya. Um, more or less. The, after that, and it ended the show with Starfield. And by God, by God, did that, did that not go the way I was expecting? Um, at first, I, I initially thought it was going to be just an animated intro sequence and that was it. Uh, and then it led into some uh, random weird shots with weird filters on them, which a couple of the shots they used twice um, to show off like this weird sort of like warp fucking drive effect. And then it kind of transitioned into what is essentially, and I don't know why I was expecting something different, but is essentially a fallout sci-fi game. Um, they're using a new engine, I believe, but it still has that style of yeah. like the camera angle is exactly the same in third person uh, as they would do as they did with Fallout. Uh, the, the just the kind of the steampunk nature of it is very very similar as well. I don't mind it. I I don't know why I had a different image in my head, and I was and when I seen it, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, they made Fallout, so I suppose I'm going to see, you know, you know, a, a similar aesthetic. Um. From what they showed, they didn't show a whole pile. They sh- it was very vague. Um, I feel like if they're looking to release this in the next 12 months, they probably should have been a much, much further than they actually are. Um, also, I like that you can fly your spaceship, but I did read earlier today that you can't fly in between space to planet and planet to space. It's a transition. Well, Oh, so it's, it's kind it's of like scene. a, yeah. So like when you're landing, it's not you landing. I think it's just, it's, it's either just a cutscene or it's just predetermined as to where you go. Um, they, which oh, I wait, don't I, I thought you could fly around the planet. I think you can fly around the planet. Do you mean like to, to, the, to, to go from the, to like the inner atmosphere to the stratosphere is like a whole you know, the screen burns up because you're leaving the atmosphere. And yeah, so I think that at a certain point when you're coming down to, to go into a facility or whatever it is, it just cuts to a cutscene. 
and it just lands the ship for you. Hmm. So whether or not it's a button prompt or something where it says land and it just it does a cutscene, now that could be anywhere on the planet. I'm not entirely sure. But yeah. at a certain point, I imagine there's probably like a button prompt where it just says land. I always, and it just, I'm always a bit it just skeptical does a transition. Like the whole planet thing. Right? Like, it's like, hey, you can visit this whole planet. It's like, I don't think you understand how big planets are. Yeah. Like, well, even, I mean, the, space, even the so smallest planet. Planets can be planet, any size, yeah. Yeah, but even the smallest planets are yeah. a bit fucking bigger than that. Like, you can say moon. Yeah. <laughs> like, all yeah. the planets have been destroyed. There are only <laughs> moons now. <laughs> yeah. But I can understand. I don't, I don't, I, that doesn't bother me so much. I, I don't mind that you, the fact that you can't you know, land yourself. I understand that, that, that gets a bit, obviously you don't want this game to have too much of a learning curve because we've played yeah. Elite Dangerous and that shit's difficult to get used to. Yeah, uh, it's, it's actually it's, 3D flying around the, like, the space using the things. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's probably a lot easier on controller, but even with the flight sticks that we have, like, I mean, there's a learning curve and if you don't play it for a month, you're going to forget a lot of shit, you know? Um, so I can understand that. However, I don't know how complicated the ship flying is in space. Um, so I'm not entirely so. So I'm assuming like the way it works is that if you if you want to go away from the facility or go away from the surface of the planet, it obviously just takes off and it does a wee transition and then you end up like in the sky and you fly off. I think that's how it's doing it. I mean, if it helps with performance or if it helps with like, if it makes it easier for them to do that and actually spend more time on the environment, on the planets, I don't mind. It's not something that I'm too fussed about. Um, I mean, it doesn't have to be exact. I would rather it be like an autopilot sort of scenario where like it's not necessarily a cutscene. But it's like you hit auto, you hit auto land or autopilot, you know. Yeah, I imagine, especially if if it's a case like where, where let's say fallout, where you can, you know, if you kill somebody, that's it. That person's fucked. Mm -hmm. It's probably a case that they want to make sure people who can't fly ships properly don't crash into, straight into a fucking settlement and accidentally fucking nuke an entire place. But I mean, there's ways around that. There's ways if you're going near a facility that you can guide the player. Like I've seen, like Uncharted does that in Uncharted 4 with the boat when you're on the yeah. water, if you're about to crash into something, it tries to pull you in a different direction. You know, you can still go into it, but it kind of, it kind of guides you in a, in a safer, in a safer direction so that you don't, you know, crash into a fucking rock. Yeah. I feel like they could do that as well. I feel like they could have done that too, where like you try and go somewhere else and it doesn't let you because you're too close to where you, where the landing zone is that it's just going to guide you into it and land for you. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Am I excited? No. Uh, am I not excited? No. It's just, it's sort of a, it's sort of a neutral sort of like, okay. I'm, I'm less interested in the game, more interested to see th- uh, the fun things that people are going to make with it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the best way to, yeah. I'm, I'm very historically skeptical about Bethesda's products mm-hmm. because they historically, in my opinion, have been unfinished and kind of, like you can see the seams mm-hmm. yeah, and the, the torn models. Yeah. And it, it, I've never, how can I put this? I've never fully bought into their world. My accent's coming out now because I've eaten all the cashews. I've never fully bought into their worlds. I've always thought of their worlds as game worlds. I have never, I, I've played in the Witcher's world mm-hmm. and I've been like, this, this feels like a world. 
This this yeah. feels like a, a dynamic, you know, and I don't mean, oh, I believe that that's all real. And I know I've read the books a lot, mm-hmm. but I play Fallout and I'm like, this could just as easily be a mod. Yeah, it, like it's it's like the environments around you are not just, they're not reacting to you when you arrive. They're like exactly, they're it feels like background. they've just been kind of crafted mm-hmm. and put there. It doesn't feel like there's been any soul in them. It's, it's, they feel like mannequins. Yeah. Even fuck when you shoot somebody in the face. It's like, they, yeah, it's like, like <laughs> I suppose it's probably, it's probably a good, anal- not an analogy, but a good comparison, like the Truman Show. It's like when you disappear, yeah. everybody just kind of goes off to their own homes and like, it's like Westworld, the they all just stop in yeah. place and they freeze. Just, yeah. And then when you arrive again, they all start, you know, continuing where they left off. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah. It's a bit, it's hollow. It's, 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 you know, there's no, it just, it does feel like, you know, it, things just start happening when you arrive as opposed to when you leave, they're still happening or something's going on or, you know, yeah, it does, it does, um, it does do that. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not impressed by the thousand planets. I mean, No Man's Sky said that. Look at that. Look how well that turned out. Yeah, I think, I think the thing is, right. And and here's the thing here. I was thinking about this today. I was thinking about my sisters, um, the youngest one, especially because she's, she's very much in what is, is quickly becoming my favorite generation. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. I think I just aged 10 years saying that sounds, um, where the marketing, doesn't really work on them because either they're just jaded and want to die or they are just like, you know, I can see you're lying to me, right? <laughs> you can see the marketing speed. Yeah. So like yeah. when it's like, and a thousand planets, I it like, you know, that like that thing of like a thousand people all side at once. Mm. Like a, a fucking a hundred thousand people all just went, oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's like i yeah. i i've seen for a fact that you fuckers couldn't even properly design a football stadium as a city or town to make it feel realistic you <laughs> honestly expect me to believe that you fuckers properly designed settlements on mm. each individual planets yeah i don't fucking think so mate mm. like you you could have just as easily said hey we have fully mapped out and and done like these planets and like mm. properly built settlements into them and you'd like they're completely procedurally generated settlements on these planets and outside of that it's kind of barren it's just it's wildlife and the wildlife is procedurally generated we're mapping but there's nothing there great if you want to put stuff in but the the areas are, are actually built up and blah 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 right Mm-hmm. and um, it'll only be on the main planets, but it's a new system. And the planets around it, well, you might find some cool stuff, mainly resources. But Jesus Christ, will I, when I seen him use a laser to, sh- to fucking shave off resource equipment or resource <laughs> metals, I actually had to go to an ophthalmologist because I rolled my eyes so hard I fucking strained something. It's like expected to be doing that for 60% of the planets in the game. When when I seen it, I was just like, I just, when I seen that and then when he said a thousand planets, I was like, oh, it's going to be a fucking one of those games. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like there's some stuff in it I thought was really cool. I looked at the building the ship thing and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that's really cool. Yeah. And then I was like, but because this is, because this is Bethesda, 
I feel like the model clipping on that isn't going to work. And at one point I'm going to be in space and the front half of my ship is going to fall off. <laughs> I was just going to stretch to a smear of color. You know, to infinity. that's, that's just mm. kind of like cool. But it's just, I really hope that they, 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 they've put more work into making me believe it. But when I looked at those character models and I get that I'm shitting on apparently 15 years of work, <laughs> but I've seen better character models from indie designers hmm. who don't have the backing of one of the biggest gaming studios or gaming, de- gaming fucking overlords in the industry Yeah, who aren't a fucking massive name brand. Yeah. Like there's you know still like, I mean? like a couple of the, I noticed a couple of the faces with certain haircuts just reminded me of Fallout. They still have that retro sort of style, which I don't mind. It's like, yeah, there's, there's this sort of, I don't know what it is about Meth sci-fi. Haze. It's like, it's like they have a filter over the haze on the, on their, like on their face as well. Mm. And that, when I seen that, I was like, is that, it's, I, I genuinely checked to see if there was some, like maybe I'd fucking like shit. Maybe I was after eating Chinese food and I was like, is there a fucking sheen of something over my fucking iPad? That what had I touched my screen? I was like, no, no, it's just a, filter that they have over the character's hair mm, why yeah. is her hair stationary wiring <laughs> i don't understand is that what happens when you're in space it's glued in place so it is all the all the product and all the lack of oxygen just solidifies all your the head. sweat collected from todd howard's mm. leather jacket <laughs> from the helmet that's what yeah. there's no there's no air there's no air conditioning in the helmet so the hair is just completely completely legoed so it is um yeah yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what else we get during the year, how many de- more dev diaries we get. Uh, I mean, the thing is, I, the the good thing, I guess, or rather I think is the good thing is the fact that it's on Game Pass. So they can't fuck this up. If they fuck this up, people are just leaving Game Pass. They're gone. They, they're just going to stop playing it, you know. So it's not as if they're going to get someone's money and then fuck off and then, you know, do nothing for the game. You know, the game runs like shit. People are going to test this on Game Pass when it comes out to see if it's running. And then either they continue with Game Pass or they decide to buy it. So they need this to run right. Otherwise, gonna, there's going to be a high drop off of players after the first week from Game Pass. Or not even necessarily from Game Pass, but specifically from their game. Yeah. You know, so I think I think this is a good thing. I think if it, if it, if if it functions, if Game Pass functions the way I think it probably will for this game, I think that this is this this will they need to have the, they need to they need to be sharp when it comes to the launch of this game and it needs to run right and not be a complete mess uh so last week we missed uh a game from focus entertainment um publisher behind a plague's tale uh, insurgency and hood outlaws and legends uh they're developing an alien game called alien dark descent that is an isometric squad shooter where you fight xenomorphs in the middle of outer space. I saw, this is actually, this came out last week, I think, maybe the week before, the trailer for it, or maybe the middle of last week. I can't quite remember, but um, I thought this was going to be a fucking, a third person shooter, and then it was an isometric, and I was so disappointed. And I don't want to play it. But I thought I'd just mention it. Any thoughts on this one? What was the name of this one? Alien Dark Descent. It looks like a really good alien game. It looked like it could have been a really good sort of 
like, do you remember Alien Isolation? If they had took that sort of like AI type of alien and applied that to maybe like this sort of game and have it like a squad shooter, even if they could have done co-op would have been interesting, but it's not, I don't think it's multiplayer. Um, where like there's a couple of aliens and they're all fucking AI gener- or AI, you know, procedurally, you know, programmed to just go wherever you're going or be kind of, you know, discreet or hide and stuff like that. If it was like that, it would have been a really good game. But this is just basically an isometric squad shooter. And you're just, you're just kind of basically killing hordes of aliens in space. Yeah, I think I'm just over xenomorphs, to be honest. Mm. I think I, I just like that. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's my kind of thing, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind an alien game. It just depends on the type of alien game it is. I don't mind it. It's just... Uh, um, Give me a Predator game. That's not Predator Hunting Grounds. Like, Give if you one... look at Alien Isolation, see, I can't play that game because the problem is that I will just go around with a flamethrower and be like, you like that, you like... And I'll just, I'll be stuck in that corner screaming at a well, fucking Well, you can't thing. kill the alien, so there's I know, no point. but that, that's what I mean. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be stuck. I'll have him in a corner and I'll be using a flamethrower and yeah. I will, f- I, you know, it's just attrition. And mm-hmm. I won't move on because as I've explained previously, if you put me in a horror game, I'm a scrappy bitch. <laughs> it's like, you want me to run, but I'm not going to. I'm going to fight. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, it's also like, it's also one of those games of like, you can't kill the alien, so you've no fucking choice but to run. Yeah. And, play stupid games, win stupid prizes, you know? And it's one of those games that's like, you know, you want to have a good heart because you could die from this. But anyway. And cardio is everything. Very true. Um, so last week we had the official trailer or rather the official reveal of The Last of Us Part 1 during the podcast. Have you anything further to add? Any additional thoughts? You know, I did, but I genuinely don't remember them. I don't have any any feelings on it whatsoever. I feel the same way about that as you feel about Starfield. It's like, okay. I'm not, yeah. not excited about it, but I'm not excited about it. You're like, not, not it's, excited it's, about it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I'll watch it. I might even play it. Mm. If it comes to PC. Um, and it is planned like, for PC. It's just when is a different sort of question. I feel the same way about that as I feel about the Uncharted 4 coming to PC. Mm. I was like, oh, maybe some Saturday that I'm bored. I'll give it a yeah. go. Mm. Um, but if if the story bleeds into Sunday, I'll be like, ah, I'm going to go for a walk and maybe have a nap <laughs> in the sun. Yeah, I've played Uncharted 4 that many times. It's like, I, I, I can't keep buying this fucking game. <laughs> it's like, you know, I've, I've played it, I don't know, many times on PS, uh, PS4. I also have played some of it again on PS5. On the At a certain point, version. you're legally entitled to adopt Ellie. You know, it's like, you know. I don't mind playing The Last of Us again, mainly because it is completely, it looks like part two. Like, I will happily play that again to just yeah, see those visuals. Yeah, and that's the thing. Visuals. Like, at least it's not fucking, like, a quote-unquote remaster. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's a remake. Cause, of yeah, because, like, Uncharted 4, obviously, Uncharted 4 looked really fucking, it looks astonishing what they did. Like, and doing a remake of that, you wouldn't get much different. Yeah. Because that was their shift from going from the cartoony sort of stylized style to the realistic, real sort of this person could exist in the real world type of style. And that started with Uncharted 4 and kind of bled into Legacy with a different studio and then into The Last of Us Part 2. 
So I understand why they're doing the remake as well with Uncharted Part 1. I hope at some point they do the re- do a remake of the original trilogy of uh, Uncharted as well, because I feel like they would be really cool um, to get re- remakes of those. And I know they're also doing a Factions game, which apparently has an actual story, character-driven story to it that is also a multiplayer game. So that'll be interesting to see how that turns out too. But um, yeah, just wanted to see if you had any additional stuff on on that after the trailer was released. Resentment. (laughs) So just to know for anybody who's interested as well, this includes you, Paddy, I guess. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy is is kind of picking up speed on Twitter. Uh, They're starting to post a lot more kind of clips uh, of their game, just little snippets. Um, So it kind of, it sort of is a, is a good indication that they're on track for their holiday 2022 release because, you know, they haven't been active for the last year and now all of a sudden they're kind of picking up speed. Um, so hopefully it still comes out Christmas, which I think is probably the best time for a Hogwarts game because that's kind of the time that the movies came out and it was, you know, like Lord of the Rings and like The Hobbit and all those, you know, even Star Wars, those types of franchises are kind of synonymous with Christmas time, you know, the kind of, you know, especially like most, I think most of the Harry Potter movies have a Christmas scene or something in it and it kind of goes, goes through the seasons. Um, so it, it's kind of the perfect time, I guess, to kind of yeah. get that vibe going and it should be really cool. Um, so now, Patrick, is tangent time. Have you got a tangent for me? <laughs> How much money would it take for you to make an OnlyFans, Ter- you know what? I'll, I'll, how much money would it take for you to be in porn? <laughs> well, I mean, if you pay me the money and I'm just in one, th- like if I if I yeah, ask but for like dude, you'll you'll million. never you'll never be able to to like remove you're you out there. You oh yeah no of course yeah 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 of course I'd be out there yeah yeah um. I don't know, maybe a couple of million, probably. Couple of million, okay. Let's okay. say, let's say, let's say, mm, let's say six million, just because that's just a nice. Like, I mean, if someone spends six million in their lifetime, there's something did we ever on. have the conversation about dead bodies in the swimming pool? Yes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> we did, yeah, yeah. It was a yeah. We did, yeah. And it was also along the same lines. It was also along the same story of so uh, if somebody, fighting bears. So, so if somebody came to you, somebody to like, you know, okay, I have, I have another question. Mm-hmm. I asked somebody this question before and it led into a very... Do I make um, money from the video as well? Like, Well, it depends. I'm obviously like, not going to make six million from it, but, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, but you obviously have a sire, uh, a siring, fuck me, what are you, a vampire? Um, uh, a hiring, you know, a higher on fee. Mm. Um, and then you know afterwards. Now, I mean, if you want to go down the OnlyFans route, sure, you know there, there's an acquisitions cost, and then there's whatever you make from subscriptions. But OnlyFans, you've got more. You've got more freedom to hide your face and shit like that as well, though. Yeah, but in in this case, you're just out there. I if I was doing, you'll if, be if known as Niall Niall the um, mm. DP expert. <laughs> Like if it was an option, I'd probably go OnlyFans. Because cool. so, but your first video, the one you can't take down. Oh, okay. She's just yeah, it's fine. 
Six million. Six, six, that was a very precise amount of very fast. <laughs> well, I mean, six million or ten, I don't really, like, it's going to be millions, of course. Six million or ten million? There that's, was a fucking four million hike there. You know, that's like, I mean, six million would probably be enough to start making interest and live off the interest, so, you know. I mean, you can live off any kind of interest. This is tax-free. I didn't realise I was speaking to the prostitute I, I gave 20 euro or two for, for Bujum. <laughs> were you expecting me to beat her? <laughs> no pun intended, but were I, you expecting me? I don't me? want to know what you plan to do in that video, to be were perfectly honest. Were you expecting me to beat her at the bush and what price I was going to pick? You, you, look, if, whatever she's into, you know, I like, look, it doesn't even have to be a sheet. And here's the thing, it can be whatever, you know, if they're hiring you on and this is their video, it's up to the employer, you know? <laughs> You have a list of things you say you'd prefer not to do, but for this one video, you know, if they say... Anyway, the conversation I had with somebody once was, mm. would you punch the person, that the most hated person in your life? Somebody you can't fucking stand the cunt. Mm. You get to punch them directly, straight in the nose, fucking full force, no repercussions, no charges, but they get un fathomable pleasure from the punch so you get the satisfaction but would you do it knowing that they get the same like they get they get 10 times the satisfaction from it do i get six million for this as well no this is just the pleasure punch somebody in the face oh uh no now i asked this question to somebody before and they explicitly came back to me with the answer well when it comes to pain play you really have to trust your partner and that was a tangent I was not expecting to go on. Uh, <laughs> it's like, that wasn't the question. Uh, that that wasn't the question, but it's, it's, it's allowed yeah. me to ask multiple, uh, uh, an entire yeah. series of questions yeah. that I did not think that we were going to be discussing tonight. Um, so yeah. yeah, that's, you know, uh, at that point, you know, it's, it's, look, what I've always wanted to say is be the villain you were born to be, you know? Stop mm. waiting for somebody to come along and corrupt you. Succumb to the darkness yourself. Well, that's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. And if somebody pays you six million to get your dick out, you know, it, would this be a conversation that you'd have to have with your significant other? Or would you be like, listen, somebody gave me six million. Yeah, I think, I think it'd be pretty much, yeah, go, <laughs> go do it. Like it's six million, six million, six million. Somebody comes up to you and they have a briefcase of six million and they say, it's like, it's like one of those, one of those. I wouldn't, I wouldn't take the briefcase though. And they say. Because that's some, that's some sketchy shit where you end up, you know, in a boot of a car, you know, down at the, at the local, at the local quarry. Who are you, Belle Delphine? About to be, uh, about to be shot or See, I was buried. being topical from like 10 months ago. <laughs> Uh, oh, by the way, the quarry's out as well. The game, just on a, on a side note. There's a game called the Quarry. Mm, it's the horror game from the guys who did Until Dawn. Oh yeah, I've seen somebody playing a thing. I I I I don't think I have. Uh, I don't think I have it in me to play it. To be perfectly honest, <laughs> um, I'm, uh, I'm only, a sensitive soul. Yeah. There's know? only so many horror. Like I I can pl I don't mind playing a horror, but it's like. You need a break. There's, so many, there's only so many fucks I can give for digital characters before at a certain point you're just like, I'm going to walk you 
into yeah. the meat grinder to see I, the animation. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like, I like I like story-driven games, but sometimes it's like when the story involves people getting killed all the time, it's like, why? What's the fucking point? You know, when it's when you play something like Detroit Become Human or Heavy Rain or something, it's like, you know, that's a different sort of story where people can get killed, but it's not necessarily, you know, the plot of the story. Uh, and then you have the likes of The Quarry where it's essentially a horror game where the, the, the point is that people get killed and, you know, that's the idea of it. So it's like, yeah, there's there's only so many, there's only so much mental capacity I have for a game like that. And it's it's kind of, I probably, I, I might play it. Uh, it looks good, but it's, it's, I'd need to take a break every so, every couple of hours. Because it's just like, a lot. you just be dripping a sweat, you know, you're like, fucking hell. Fucking We're still not God. talking about your video, yeah? <laughs> Who knows? Out of context, who fucking knows? Fair. <laughs> uh, so that's it, Patrick. That's all we have. That's all we have. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna do this just because it's here. You know, I don't know how that's gonna sound on the. This is this is the joy of digital podcasting. You get that sort of shit in your in your in your arsenal. Don't be dirty now. Don't be dirty. But yeah, that's that's all we have, Patrick. Yeah, final thoughts. Don't age gracefully. Age vengefully. Twist and bend like the trunks of an ancient tree until you burst into a shrieking murder of crows, leaving a foreboding hum of cursed magic on the ground you once inhabited.